It's time for the Sports Pen on ESPN-UP, the ESPN-UP mobile app. Tanner Hoops with you. We're joined by Rachel Zerbe of ABC Marquette. Glad that you're with us on this Wednesday afternoon. Weeks come by fairly quickly. Maybe that's because we had basketball tipping off last night to look forward to. Uh, baseball has been really good. I didn't stay up to watch all 13 Me either. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wanted to. That was my plan and just didn't work out. I was exhausted. Yeah, I was too tired. So. I was kind of burnt out by basketball, even though it was two games. I was like, I had enough of sports tonight. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about opening night in the NBA. We had Philadelphia and Boston the first game of the night, which could be a preview of the conference mm-hmm. finals. Uh, kind of an ugly game on both sides. That I wasn't terribly impressed, although I know first game of the year. We can chalk it up to that, hopefully. Uh, those two are going to be pretty good here down oh, the stretch, yeah. better than what we saw last night. I mean, who would have expected what Kyrie went 0-8 in the first half? Mm-hmm. Like, didn't expect that. I mean, yeah. the Sixers' turnovers kind of expected that. But I don't know. It's definitely going to be the comp. I think those two, they just have the potential. Mm -hmm. They kind of have the, I don't want to say star power, but Mm -hmm. I mean, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, they're fun. Mm -hmm. And I will always regret that Markel Fultz is on our team because considering Boston has Jason Tatum. Yeah. That hurts. Yeah. It is what it is. I mean, Boston's bench, like. We were talking, my family, I just had a group chat, and we're like, we're, the Sixers are going to have to play perfect four quarters mm-hmm. no matter what to beat mm-hmm. that Boston team because Boston's bench is just so much better. I mean, there, there's just no other question. I mean, they're deep. They're definitely yeah. deep, and that's yeah. why they were so good last year, even without Kyrie and Hayward. Mm-hmm. When they went down, they could, could, they could survive injuries. So mm-hmm. uh, Brad Stevens just does a great job yeah. with them. I love, <laughs> we'll always get out coached, too. Him. He's He's a genius. <laughs> Although Brett Brown has done a very good job in the rebuild over there at Philadelphia. I know it's been rough going for the last few years, but he's getting there. You know, they're they're turning. I'd never heard him talk before he was interviewed last night. Uh, He sounds straight out of New York, doesn't he? Yeah. I'd He's never heard it before. Guy. He is a great guy. I mean, <laughs> but, I mean, head-to-head, he'll always get outcoached by Brad Stevens. Well, so he'll do that to a lot of people, buzz. though. Yeah. Brad Stevens is one of the best basketball oh, minds, so yeah. very happy that he's mm-hmm. a Celtics coach. Yeah. I'll say this, though. they uh, The struggles with Kyrie, as concerning as they were, the Celtics were a better team last year when he was out hurt rather mm-hmm. than when Marcus Smart was out hurt. For whatever reason... Marcus Smart seems to fit better with that team. And as much as I love Kyrie, I was wearing my Kyrie jersey mm-hmm. last night. He's my favorite player. I, 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 this is not encouraging. Uh, you want him to pan out for Boston mm-hmm. because, you know, he was dealt for Isaiah Thomas and Jay Crowder. And I liked both of those guys a lot. I just want to see Kyrie pan out. He's a top talent in the NBA. I just wonder why it's not working for him in Boston. Yeah, I don't know. Kyrie, he's kind of a mysterious person to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't really like his antics in Cleveland, like saying like you don't really want to play with LeBron because he wants to be selfish, like mm-hmm. he wants the ball. But then your first game back after how many games missing you missed, and he's just like, I don't know. Like I wasn't watching the Boston Celtics to watch Kyrie Irving. Like mm-hmm. I kind of forgot he was on the team. Exactly. To be yeah, you're, with you. you're captivated with Tatum <laughs> yeah. and Jalen Brown. Yeah, Jalen Brown. I mean, even Scary Terry. Like mm-hmm. he just comes off. Gordon and, Hayward, yeah, I think, had more I mean, attention last night. I mean, Aaron Baines, whatever. Yeah, I like Aaron Baines. I do. He's big Australian dude that somehow learned to shoot three pointers <laughs> halfway through the season yeah. last year. It was so weird how he turned it on, but he did, yeah. and I'm thankful for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't really know what's going on with Kyrie. I mean, game, one game, obviously right. over-exaggerating, but it's just so weak. I don't know. He's mm-hmm. just so mysterious to me. I don't get it. He's so talented mm-hmm. is the thing, and yeah. I don't know if it's the Boston system or what, but if there is a guy that you don't want to let go from that Celtics team, right now it's probably either Tatum or Brown. Mm-hmm. Kyrie is in a situation where he's expendable. You could probably trade him if you're Boston, mm-hmm. get a top talent for him, and still compete. But what more do you want if yeah, you're Boston? They've I, got a complete yeah, roster. Yeah, I was going to say, but like Boston, they kind of proved last year they don't even they don't need Kyrie. Mm-mm. I think Gordon being back is more helpful than mm-hmm. Kyrie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm who knows Danny Ainge could probably get something into someone real He's good such for a wizard. Kyrie but I give him a ton of credit I don't know would Kyrie help if it's if they have to go up against the Warriors he maybe might. maybe but 
I don't know. I don't know. I, I'd like to think that he can fit in with the Boston system. It almost seems like he wants to do his thing and doesn't want to buy into Brad Stevens' mm-hmm. system. Whereas the rookies and the young guys, they're willing to do it. Yeah. You know, they understand how yeah. good of a coach he is. But Irving wants the offense to flow through him. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to bash Kyrie. He's my favorite Celtic. I want him to work out in Boston. Yeah. I just Right now, there's not a lot of indication that he will going down the stretch and into the future. Yeah, just like going off of last year and seeing how the Celtics play, I just don't see Kyrie, like, I just don't really see him fitting in Mm -hmm. there. Even with, like, the vibe of the team, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Because they're just not, like, I mean, they have Jason Tatum. He's Mm -hmm. more, I mean, he's obviously going to be the best player Mm -hmm. Celtics will have in a while. But, I don't know, Kyrie, he's just... Just I don't know what's going on with him. <laughs> How about on the Philadelphia side of the ball? Yeah, they had some turnovers last night, some things that they struggled with. There's a lot to like about that squad, though. Uh, Philadelphia put out a press release, and I'll just say this straight away. I always thought it was Dario. Apparently yeah, um, the announcers, I was watching it on TNT. It was on TNT, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was watching it on TNT, and they were like, they were saying that his name isn't Dario. Mm. It was like, and I was like, wait, what? So what the heck is it? I mean, uh, they said it. I don't. I can't begin to remember. It'll take some like time. Dari- like, it was something. Dario yeah, or yeah. something. It was it had some uh-huh. unnecessary emphasis. I don't know, but he's a pretty good ball player. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We were so happy when he finally came overseas mm-hmm. or came to a, the States. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they've got a good talent mm-hmm. there, man. I mean, they're going to compete. You, you think they're going to be the other team in the Eastern Finals yeah. with Boston. Why not as high on Toronto? I've never been sold on Toronto. Okay. I've never been. All right. And I don't think, I mean, Kawhi, yeah, he's a good player, mm-hmm. but he's kind of mysterious too with Kyrie. Mm-hmm. You never really, I mean, is he going to play? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, is he going to fake, not fake an injury, but like all that stuff that went down with San Antonio? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just not, I think the Sixers have more star power mm-hmm. and more manpower than the Raptors. Well, I agree with you. I don't. So. I don't see how Toronto got better this offseason. I don't no, think they got I, better. With, I think it was just like a fifty-fifty trade. You mm-hmm. know, if that. Yeah. I mean, you can rely more on Demar, I think, than you can uh-huh. on Kawhi Leonard. Uh, talents about the yeah. same. I don't think that they got better, and they have a first-year head coach. I just don't see mm-hmm. Toronto reaching the conference finals. Either. I honestly, I think the Bucks. I think they're going to surprise them. Like, I mm. think they would be, a, like, a 3C. Think so? Like, I don't know. Okay. Three or four. I I'd be more, I'd, four I'm more right worried now. about Milwaukee than I am Toronto. Okay. Because I just think, like, Giannis is way too explosive. I, and he, he makes is. everyone around him mm-hmm. so much better. He is. And, so. he, and they need somebody like yeah. that because there's not a whole lot around him. And you'd like to see Milwaukee upgraded a few mm-hmm. places if they want to make a serious run this year. I'd like to think that they can sneak into the three seed. I'm putting them right now as the four. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you with Boston, Philly, Toronto, Milwaukee, and then Indiana as the top five in that order. I If there is one team in the East that I want someone to like just shock the world, it's mm-hmm. the Pacers. Yeah, I, I too. love Victor Oladipo. Yeah, and every time he's in Indiana, he does good stuff. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. <laughs> so whether it's ice or college, uh, pro, what have mm-hmm. you, he's a pretty good ball yeah. player. And yeah, Pacers are going to be on the rise. Mm-hmm. I think surprise a lot of people this year. Uh, you probably have Washington in the number six spot and then kind of a toss-up after that. I think Atlanta's going to end up being better. I don't know where they stack in. Detroit could be looking at the seven or eight seed mm-hmm. when it's all said and done. And, again, only one Eastern Conference game into the season. We're looking at, <laughs> at playoff pictures, but – that's the best part of exactly. the, everything. I can see uh, Detroit and Chicago rounding out those last two spots. That's that's how I'm looking at it way too early in the season. Oh, yeah. I definitely think Detroit, will, they'll sneak their way into the mm-hmm. playoffs. And if they don't, then I would be very concerned. You look over in the Western Conference, and you know Golden State got to get the rings. They raised their banner last night. Game was a little closer than I thought it would be, though. 108 to 100. Especially with... Out Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. I was very shocked. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Paul George, man, don't let that guy get hot, Mm-mm. though. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. He's the real deal. Yeah. So, if we're looking at anybody who could be a threat to Golden State this year in the Western Conference, who's the biggest threat to them? I mean, Oklahoma City made their case for uh-huh. it last night. They, they definitely will be a threat. But does a team like the Lakers with LeBron, 
Uh, Houston with Harden, Chris Paul, a healthy Chris Paul, remember in last year's mm-hmm. finals. Who's, who's the biggest threat to that Golden State team in the West? I think Houston, okay. no doubt. Mm-hmm. I mean, James Harden, Chris Paul, you know, you got Mello down there now. Mm-hmm. Oh, hoodie Mello. I just don't – the Thunder, just last year's playoffs, they were just so blah. Yeah. I don't know. They were. So I don't really pose them as a threat. A lot of people I've been seeing, like, the experts, their mm-hmm. rankings and stuff, they have the Thunder being, like, a top five NBA team, which is kind of – surprising to yeah. me you, like you would look at paper and be, on paper and be like okay they have Westbrook and Paul George like they mm-hmm. should be good but they're a weird team mm-hmm. they kind of like don't really have the pieces they don't like put the pieces of the puzzle exactly. together yeah. so I don't know I think Houston James Harden grown to be one of my favorite basketball players yeah. so. well he definitely is like, fear the beard yeah and I also saw one of the Sixers beat writer tweeted something that they're it was some betting thing that mm-hmm. a lot of people have made bets that the Lakers are going to win the NBA championship. And wow. I'm just, I'm very confused wow. by it. I wonder how much they bet. I don't know. Jeez. Because they'll be lucky if they're like a top five seed in the West. There's no way they get <laughs> top four. I mean, they're going to be on the road most of the first mm-hmm. round of the playoffs. How about a team like Minnesota? What What do we expect this season from them i don't think jimmy wants to get traded i really don't i think this is all publicity stunt but nonetheless it can be a distraction but i think it like worked it has been working he's like he's a genius he is he kind of took a page from odell (laughs) yeah yeah i mean when i found out that he wanted to be traded i was like let's go get him philadelphia Mm -hmm. get him because i would love like i think jimmy butler would just elevate the Sixers. He would He's big the time. person we need. But I don't know. The Timberwolves is such a weird situation. You look at them on paper. You have Andrew Wiggins, Carl Anthony Towns, and mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler. How are they not like a top yeah. team? Mm-hmm. They, they also can't put the mm-hmm. pieces of the puzzle together. I don't, they're just, I don't know. I want them to be successful. I love Jimmy Butler. Yeah. I'm a big Jimmy Butler fan. And I think what he did is kind of incredible yeah i think it's funny <laughs> it is funny the fact that like they called rachel nicholson like oh jimmy butler wants to talk and he just spilled the beans mm-hmm. he just but, flips out on the day that yeah. she's coming for a pre-scheduled uh-huh. interview i mean i don't buy that there's no. and then the next day they cancel practice he has a players only meeting you don't do that if you're trying to get out of uh-huh. there he's trying to <laughs> it, motivate and them. it was funny how they're like oh jimmy butler like all he wants to do is win and he thinks like the people on the timberwolves don't want to win like that he thinks that that's not their number one priority but yet when he wanted to get traded his teams were what like the knicks the Mm -hmm. nets and the clippers like do you want to win (laughs) because you're not going to be winning on those teams it's just so bizarre it it looks to me like if he gets traded that's fine he knows he's not gonna win a championship this year and like you said Mm -hmm. he wants to win he, but he knows he's not going to do that unless he plays for Golden State. He's got to come to the – yeah, he has to play for Golden State or I think he should come to the East. Well, he yeah. A higher chance he would it. certainly elevate whoever he went over to in the East, at least one would think. Yeah. So maybe he's approaching it from a standpoint as, I at least want to be on a competitive team this year and we got to motivate the guys to do so. Or mm-hmm. if I get traded, maybe I don't want to, but – uh, well, maybe he wouldn't mind it is what I should say. I don't think he would mind getting traded. I don't think that's his end goal out of all of this. Mm-hmm. But he wouldn't mind getting traded to a place where he can live in a fun city and make a lot of money. Yeah. I think that's kind of what he's after in this point. I'm going to motivate them to the point where they trade me somewhere fun and make a lot of money in the process. Or I'm going to motivate them mm-hmm. enough to get them to win some ball games. I would have liked to see him down in Miami with Dwayne Wade. I would have too, actually. Year. That would have been fun, but I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see what plays out in Minnesota. I'm not seeing Miami making the playoffs this year, are you? No. 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 How about a team? Uh, there are a few question marks like around the league. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, they're not going to make the playoffs, but what are they looking at for a win total? I mean, what pieces do they have there to put around Conley? <laughs> Um, great question. <laughs> I don't know, like when I think like the Memphis Grizzlies is one of those teams that I forget is even in exactly. NBA. Yeah, is it? Isn't Jaron Jackson Jr. Isn't he? He might be. Could be. We'll have to check that. But yeah, I mean, that's that's a guy good, that. But that's like you're in the West. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
That's just answered everything. You're in the West. So you can't really do much. Where do the Spurs go from this season? What What did they look at? As I mean, they're not going to be the power that they're no. used to being. But 45 wins, do they go above or below that, do you think? I think they're going to go... I want to say above. I do, too. Yeah. I want to say that. I just don't know. They seem like a new-look team. They're so I'm different. excited to see DeMar I and too. Popovich's... Mm-hmm. Like his little like new toy, mm-hmm. I think that's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lonnie Walker, fun fact yes. from my hometown. Okay, <laughs> so hopping on that Spurs bandwagon a little. All right, but he get, didn't he have surgery? I think he was injured for some time. Could have, could have happened. He has potential, so mm-hmm. it's gonna be. I don't know the Spurs. I mean, they're always that team that's like there, mm-hmm. but they haven't obviously been. Mm-hmm. I think Dallas is gonna. That's the second time in the last 24 hours somebody said that Dallas is going to exceed expectations. Why is that? I don't know. I mean, why why are you going in on Dallas? I don't... They have young guys that I think... I mean, they're going to be fun to watch. Mm -hmm. I don't really know if they're going to... I don't want to say exceed expectations, Mm -hmm. but I think they're going to be fun. And, like, the talent is there. Mm -hmm. Well, expectations are low enough. They'll probably exceed I was going to say, I feel like they... Will exceed expectations, but I do think they're well coached. Rick Carlisle, I think, does a good job with them. I love Harrison Barnes. You know, he's not going to be a superstar, but he's a good role player. I loved him. I'm a Tar Heel fan, so he was one of my favorites. Another Iowan grew up two hours to the east of me. I watched him play in high school. So partial to Harrison Barnes. Um, I I just don't see them uh, getting above maybe the ten spot in the West. Best case scenario, but. They'll be better. Mm-hmm. I think they will exceed expectations. I don't know. I, I'm just not ready to go in on them yet, having what would be a good season, maybe a step in the right direction mm-hmm. this year. Well, was Luca Don... Mm-hmm. Donchich. Yeah. Donchich. There we go. Donchich. He's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. I think they got their guy. Yep, they did. And they have the right guy there to mentor him with Dirk, taking him under his wing. That's the right guy put in place for that. Yeah. Last thing for break, uh, before break, Phoenix Suns, do they win more than 25 this year? I easily. Think so? Yeah. I, yeah. I think that's one of the teams that I think I'm going to have my eyes on. Okay. One, big Devin Booker fan. I feel okay. like I'm a fan of every player. <laughs> every time I say something, I'm like, not big a fan. fan of? But Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton, mm-hmm. they got some, I don't know, they okay. have some tools. All right. Well, we got Rachel Zerby of ABC Marquette in studio with us. We'll take our first time out. More after this on the Sports Pen, ESPN-UP and the ESPN-UP mobile app. Check out the UP's live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen. Weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP and on the ESPN-UP app. Welcome back to the Sports Pen on ESPN-UP. Don't forget that Pigskin Payday is back. Pick the winner of each week's game to win. Play all season long for the $100,000 grand prize. Only at Ojibwe Casino in Barriga and Marquette. We're joined by Rachel Zerby of ABC Marquette in studio today. NBA season tipped off last night. We had baseball that went well into the early morning. Five hours, 15 minutes. It goes 13 innings. Brewers could have took a stranglehold on the series, but... That's what they're going to get from the Dodgers. They're going to get a hard-fought, scrappy series, and the Dodgers tied at two. So they have a huge game coming up in L.A. today before heading back to Milwaukee. It's going to be a lot of fun here down the stretch. I hope it goes to seven games because, man, this series is fun, and it was last night. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, I'm noticing kind of like a trend where it's like the Brewers kind of – I don't. they don't blow out the Dodgers, but mm-hmm. the Brewers' bats are hot. They and are. then it's like a 1-1 game. And then the Brewers' bats are hot the next game. And then it's a low-scoring game. But I don't know. I think the Dodgers walking it off is is obviously worst-case scenario because mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of the momentum mm-hmm. they needed. to Because they haven't been – I don't know. The Dodgers haven't been really that impressive. No, no, not in this series. And they need to have Clayton Kershaw perform mm-hmm. like he does in the regular season. Postseason, for whatever reason, gets to a lot of these guys, and Kershaw seems to be one of them. Walker Bueller didn't seem to have that problem, but the other night just didn't look like himself. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he didn't pitch badly by any means, and his offense didn't do him any yeah. favors, but he was their most consistent guy, and they need that to be Kershaw. And Kershaw gets the ball tonight. He goes up against Wade Miley, who's coming off three days' rest. So I don't think you're getting more than three innings out of Wade Miley. 
you're going to have to get mm-hmm. a long stretch out effort from your bullpen. Who knows what Josh Ader's availability yeah. is? I mean, there's a lot to manage right now for Craig Council. Well, I mean, even the talk about guys who kind of aren't really performing that well. Mm-hmm. Lorenzo Cain and Christian Yelich mm-hmm. have kind of been ice cold this series. And they need to be. They <laughs> yeah. need to be good. Uh-huh. They need to be doing you know what they did in the regular season, even in the Colorado series. Eric Kratz is a guy that actually has surprised me, and I think a lot of people. Even Orlando Arcia. Arcia, yes. He (laughs) seems to come up with the big hit, even though he doesn't necessarily hit Mm -hmm. for average like they would like him to. But there are some unlikely suspects. And I had Charlie Bramer in here yesterday, and he he brought up a good point about how uh, Craig Council is a former player, not a guy that necessarily stood out, but he seems to get the most out of guys like that. That seems to be what he's doing with guys like Arcia and Eric Kratz. Yeah, I mean, you, you need those kind of guys to step up when your top dogs aren't mm-hmm. doing anything. And it's it's a deep brewer team from top to bottom. You look at who they have on the bench right now, and you've got some superstars that mm-hmm. can be starting for a lot of other teams. Eric Thames isn't even on the postseason roster. and I don't know a team that wouldn't love to have mm-hmm. him right now. Yeah. It's a deep brewer team. Yeah, hopefully they can pull out this win. Mm-hmm. Luckily, the game is an afternoon game today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we can all stay up for it. Because I even I was catching myself I don't know what it is with October baseball, mm-hmm. but I can have no affiliation with the team, and I'm sitting there, like, nervous. It's a lot of fun. It's so much fun, mm-hmm. especially when it's a 1-1 game. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Baseball well, uh, so October baseball is fun. I know who does not like the afternoon start. That's probably the players after getting done oh, around yeah. <laughs> about uh, five hours mm-hmm. after throwing the first pitch. What would that be local time? That would probably be about 1130 in L.A. by the time that got done at so maybe it's not necessarily as bad for them, but for us, we yeah. have to stay up and then get to work <laughs> here by whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm hoping that the bullpen looks good today, that they can come out and start rattling mm-hmm. Kershaw early, force them to go to the bullpen. Wade Miley, just a couple of innings. That seems to be yeah. all they need out, uh-huh. of, out of their guys. I mean, they do the opener or initial outgetter, as they like to call it, strategy really well. So I'm pulling for the brew crew today. They are guaranteed to come back to Milwaukee. Win or lose, they would have at least two uh, games in Milwaukee if they lost. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. That place is going to be the place to be this next week because that's going to be about as loud as uh, oh, yeah. as it's ever uh-huh. been up there. So I'm excited. Yeah, I am too. And I, I've just come to the conclusion I don't like L.A. sports. Really? I'm sorry. It is the NLCS, and mm-hmm. Dodger Stadium is, like, empty. <laughs> there are too many unfilled seats. That makes me angry. I just don't, like, I get it, it's L.A., I guess mm -hmm. you have cooler things to do, Mm -hmm. but come on. I think it's pathetic. Well, uh, could you imagine if LeBron had played his first game at Staples in a Laker uniform last night? Who would have gone to to Dodger Stadium? (laughs) Nobody would have been there, but uh, L.A., pretty good time for their sports right now. You've got the Lakers at should have an up-season football. Both teams over there are pretty good, and they don't need two teams. That's a whole different thing, but they have them. Uh, Rams are the only unbeaten mm-hmm. team left in football at 6-0. and Chargers are surprising a lot of people. They've surprised me this year, and I'm in on them. They're 4-2. and I think they're going to be the top playoff, uh, top wildcard team in the AFC playoffs. They're not going to catch Kansas City, but they're better than a lot of people want to give them credit for. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on the Chargers? I, I feel like the Chargers haven't been relevant since LaDainian Tomlinson they haven't been. was on the team. Mm-hmm. He was, like, one of my favorite players mm-hmm. growing up. But ever since then, I was like, oh, the Chargers, they're, they're still a thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, they're shocking the world, I guess yes, you they could are. say. I think back <laughs> even, like, uh, Antonio Gates and when he was yeah. a player there. I mean, those were fun teams. Mm-hmm. But... It's just been tough for them since then. And for whatever reason, they're putting it together. They have a second-year head coach in Anthony Lynn that's doing a great job. Melvin Gordon is starting to really emerge as a guy who came into this season a sleeper in a lot of people's minds. But he's turned into a fantastic running back, and he's setting the tone for this team. They're following his example. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Those L.A. sports, whatever. Well, uh, we did a Twitter poll, and we wanted to figure out, uh, it's still going on, by the way, you can vote on ESPN UP's Twitter, uh, how the Chargers are going to finish the regular season after a 4-2 and two start. Top two votes right now, and each of them have one-third of the vote. 
is that they're either going to be one of the top two AFC seeds or they're going to be a wild card team. So there's uh, some parity there, but I don't think they're good enough to get one of the top two seeds. Who are they going to knock off if they do? I mean, they're good, but not yeah. that good. <laughs> I mean, uh, New England's guaranteed to be one of those two. They always yeah. are. Chiefs are playing well enough right now, despite their struggles mm-hmm. on defense. They probably will be, too. I would say that Sunday night game was great, by the way. That is a preview of the AFC title game, at least, in my opinion, as it stands after six weeks. Yeah, I didn't watch any of it. You didn't watch no. that? What were you doing? It was such a fun game. <laughs> I was watching Stranger Things. Oh, my gosh, Rachel. <laughs> you probably haven't even watched Space Jam either. No, I haven't. Gosh, dang it, Rachel. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. We'll... We'll make it work. But sometime. yeah, I think the Chargers, they're not going to be the top two in the AFC. No, no, I don't see it. But I'd love to hear why the fans <laughs> did think that way. But, but, you know, maybe they know something we don't. I'm, you know, glad to see the Chargers going in the right mm-hmm. direction. I don't know. There's still time them. for them to hit a brick wall, though. Yeah, yeah. And it is, I, they're still, in my mind, a year or two away from being a serious contender. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be a playoff team this year, though. Yeah. They're kind of like the Bears in a lot of ways. Is I didn't see the Bears as a playoff team even this year. I certainly didn't see them leading the division right now. I'm kind of still, like, not all in on the Bears. I'm not either. I'm not, I don't think they can play better than what they've shown already. Khalil Mack, certainly an upgrade on defense. Yeah, I mean. And Mitch Trubisky, I think, is a year or two ahead of where he should be mm-hmm. right now. But there's still so much that can go wrong. And that division is full of teams that just don't quit. Yeah, I, I just don't. I'm not buying into the hype of the Bears. No. I'm, I'm not ready to either. It's like Sunday. Sunday gave us a big reason uh-huh. as to why we shouldn't buy in on the Bears just yet. They have a great defense. They're playing a backup quarterback against a Dolphin team that just got spanked the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then they lose in overtime. I mean, that's a game that's just made up, written in the stars uh-huh. for you to win. And they don't. Yeah. So that's, that. yeah, that's a little concerning. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see when, what, they played the Packers. I wonder when their next NFC North opponent is. Well, they can't look past them. They've got the, uh, they got the Patriots this weekend. Oh. I mean, that's, that's going to tell them a lot about yeah, themselves. Yeah. <laughs> In some ways, though, that Miami loss, good for the Bears. Uh-huh. Probably the best thing, uh, you know, one of the best things that could happen for them out of a loss is that they got grounded. They're back to earth. So now the North tightens up a little bit because Minnesota and Green Bay both won. How about the Packers come back the other night? I mean, are you surprised? No, no, <laughs> not actually. at all. Like that's what we come it's to expect. It's kind of from like Aaron. everyone on Twitter was freaking out. I was mm-hmm. like, you, you are acting like you've never seen this before. Like I don't know. It was kind of annoying. I was well, like, we all I get know. Aaron Rodgers as like the greatest. It's just it every is. time you see it. I was one of those people freaking out on Twitter, <laughs> but every time he does it, it's just miraculous it's so much fun to watch this guy in the fourth quarter so i don't know it, it, it's I know the something... packers are like concerning too they are very concerning you... they, it shouldn't have been that no. close <laughs> not against san francisco no. but into their credit they played a great game uh-huh. kyle shanahan one of the best offensive minds in football was until the last two offensive plays when san fran had it second and three with less than two minutes to go in green bay territory and they start throwing the football it was a tie game, yeah. and your run game had just been killing the Packers all night long. Packers looked defeated trying to stop the run. All you need to do is hand mm-hmm. off, get a few extra yards, make it an easy field goal, and wind the clock down. They decided to air the ball out. I just didn't get that. No, that, I don't know. You just can't do that. Well, you just can't give the Packers the ball back Mm-mm. with that much time. No. We've seen it's a never-ending story with Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Just don't do it. How about Mason Crosby, the bounce back he had and a chance to to be the hero again? I would have laughed if he would have missed it. You, oh, my lie. gosh. <laughs> You're uh, cruel. I, I, it would have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Not for poor like, Mason Crosby, well, who'd be looking for work yeah, right now. No, uh, the Packers wouldn't get rid of him. Yeah, they, I don't think they would either, but there are some teams that probably would. Yeah. But that would have been I would have laughed. Yeah, it would have kind of oh made for like gosh. an ironic ending. Yeah, go to overtime. I would have liked to see an overtime out of that. I would not have liked to have seen a tie, though. Um, how about six straight weeks where we've had overtime in the NFL? First time ever that's happened to open up the season with six overtimes. When are they finally going to fix the format? 
they're fixing everything else that doesn't need to be fixed. Are they going to do something about the format? Probably not. That's why I kind of wanted to tie every mm-hmm. every time. Yeah. So maybe they'd be like, okay, we need to make a change. They do. They do. The roughing the passer rule, nobody wanted that except maybe quarterbacks, but they changed that. Everybody wants changes to the overtime rule, and mm-hmm. they're not going to do that. Of course. We're not going to get what we want because the NFL doesn't care. <laughs> they don't care. It's about money. It's, uh-huh. a, it's a money thing for them over there, but... You know, not to go on them too much, but everyone has their thoughts on Goodell. Yeah. I don't want to... If you if you would have laughed at poor Mason Crosby missing a game-winning kick, I'm not going to ask you what no. you think about Roger Goodell. Yeah. I won't say my thoughts. <laughs> well, keep that for off the record. We've got Rachel Zerby in studio from ABC Marquette. We'll take another timeout. More in the sports pen after this on ESPN-UP. Check out the UP's live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen. Weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP and on the ESPN-UP app. Welcome back to The Sports Pen on ESPN-UP. Don't forget, Pigskin Payday's back. Pick the winner of each week's game to win. Play all season long for the $100,000 grand prize. Only at Ojibwe Casino in Berga and Marquette. Tanner Hoops joined by Rachel Zerby of ABC Marquette. NBA season once again tipped off last night. The majority of the teams are in action tonight, including the two most local squads. You've got Detroit hosting Brooklyn to open up the season. Meanwhile, Milwaukee travels to Charlotte. Both of those are 7 o'clock tip-offs. Anything that stands out to you from either of those games that fans should be paying attention to? That's tough. Uh, I just think Pistons fans in general, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's – the Nets, they're not very good. No. But I think it's the first look of Dwayne Casey yep. and you got Blake Griffin. Like, you kind of have, mm-hmm. like, you're starting with your guys right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it's not midway through the season where Blake Griffin comes in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I think it would be, it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out as well as, like, the younger guys mm-hmm. on the Pistons. But I don't know. I just think the Pistons are, they need to get it together down there. If you're Milwaukee, you're Coach Bud, and you're game planning for Charlotte, what do you do defensively on Kemba Walker? How do you slow down a guy like that? I, would I don't just, know if you do I, I would just let him play his game. Yeah. I wouldn't put your focus Bores everyone else guy. to beat you? Yeah. No? I mean, uh, it's Miles one of those Bridges, things. we'll get a look at him. Mm-hmm. I hope. I, I want to see him do well in the NBA. What are you looking at for this Bucks team in terms of potential wins this season? Are they going to get to 55 or something like that? They should. They should. I feel like this year the pressure's on. Mm-hmm. Like it's time for Milwaukee to take their game to the next level. Mm-hmm. You have a guy like Giannis, you can't just be mediocre year no. in, year out. And they've added pieces to kind of help him out. So if mm-hmm. Milwaukee doesn't perform, I would. I would be concerned. Right like, now. Like, if I, I was Giannis, I'd want to get out. Well, I would do, yeah. And the, they have put some pieces around him, but you, I, I still feel like they're one key contributor away from being a serious mm-hmm. Eastern Conference contender. If you look around this, uh, the landscape of the NBA, certainly there are going to be some moves to be made during the season for them. But if you could take anybody and bring them to Milwaukee, mm-hmm. who would be a good fit to be paired up with Giannis? Could, if you could have your pick as the Milwaukee Bucks, is there anybody that stands out to you? Not really. Like, anyone, really. Mm-hmm. I just think, I mean, we said Milwaukee, like, they brought pieces in, but the pieces they brought in are just, like, mediocre. Mm-hmm. Like, like, their star is clearly Giannis. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas most teams, like, Sixers, there's Embiid and Simmons. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just multiple pieces where Milwaukee, they're still just Giannis. Mm-hmm. Got to find a way to give him a little bit of support. The supporting cast has gotten better, but certainly not where they need it to be to get over the hump. They'll be top four in the East, but, well, barring injuries, and that's the ultimate wild card is injuries. And if a team Mm -hmm. can stay healthy, uh, certainly is going to impact, you know, the season. If there is any team that is set to survive injury, though, I would say it's Boston. I think they did it last year, and they still had a successful season. They look like they're the deepest team in the NBA this year. Golden State, how would they survive injury? It depends on who it is, I would assume. But I don't think they're as deep as Boston is. Do you? I don't. No, I don't think they're as deep, but they're a lot more talented. They are more talented. They're more talented so, than anybody. Yeah, like losing. I mean, they're not playing with DeMarcus Cousins. No. <laughs> so I feel like losing one Golden State guy is mm-hmm. like losing two like Celtics. 
it would, you know. I think it would depend a lot on who it is that they lose because of what each brings to the table. Certainly, uh, you lose Steph, you're losing a key shooter. Yeah. Draymond Green, you're losing a, a defender. Uh, Kevin Durant kind of does it all for them. Yeah, you I was going to say, like if him. the Warriors were to lose any one that would like hurt them, it would be KD. Mm-hmm. He I, would be the biggest loss, yeah. yeah. If, uh, if you can't have a healthy Golden State team, say you have their big five right now would be KD, Steph and Clay, uh, Draymond and Boogie. You have those five, and one of them is hurt when you get into the conference finals, whether that's with Houston, Oklahoma City, or whoever. Is there anyone that you feel partial to going up in a series against an unhealthy Golden State team? <laughs> no, I know it's a long ways out, but no, I just don't. I think an unhealthy Golden State team is still the best team in okay. the West. So nobody's get, no, it's going to take I'm not two injuries. Be, yeah, two injuries to them, maybe. Even I don't know because like their guys are so powerful. They're they are. so good. Like an injury wouldn't necessarily like ruin their season or hurt their season. So you think with maybe Steph Curry going down, they could still run the table in the West and at least get to the finals. If Steph and KD go down, oh, well, then they're really, really vulnerable. And the chances of Steph and KD going down right. are very slim. Right, but, right. I mean, this is yeah. all speculation after then one night. Then I would have to, the Rockets yep. would give them, okay. I mean, the Thunder would give them a shot. What if it's not Steph and KD? Maybe it's like Clay and Boogie. They'd be fine. They'd be fine. Yeah, so... It's going to take a lot to <laughs> yeah. derail Golden State this year. Is there the odds-on favorite to win the NBA Finals mm-hmm. this year? Do we even speculate what the win total is going to be this year for them? I mean, it's going to be—it's got to be seventy plus, oh, doesn't yeah. it? I'm just wondering how long is it going to take them to get their first loss? Yeah. Uh, how many years ago was it that they started? What twenty-five and zero was that? Twenty fifteen, sixteen. Isn't that? So. And then LeBron beat them. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that wasn't that when they had their like seven or they had an immaculate win total? Seventy. Then, yeah. That yeah when they, they set the new record with seventy three. <laughs> wasn't it? Was that the same year? I think it was. Yeah. I think that was. I think it was something where they were like unstoppable in the mm-hmm. regular season. Yeah. Yeah. That was twenty fifteen yeah. sixteen, and they what won their first twenty five games. They got taken to like double overtime by the Celtics in their twenty fifth win, and they won. And then the next night, they had to play back-to-back. The Bucks finally handed them mm-hmm. their first loss. Man, that seems like a while ago, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, it kind of was. But I, I, I think the Warriors are going to go at least 20 games without mm-hmm. a loss. Okay. I don't know who beats them in the regular season. It's just hard to predict mm-hmm. because, you know, everything's so unpredictable. And it's going to be, be one of those things where they're resting their starting five. Right. <laughs> so it's, like, not even a real win that counts. I mean, obviously it counts, but it's not like you didn't play against. How about if they're everyone. trying to break their own record for wins in a single season? Once we get into the final week of the regular season in April, they far and away got the top seed locked up. Do they rest their guys or do they go for the record? I mean, what would you the, do? Like, I would go for the record. Would you? Why not? Okay. Like, you're the, you, we're seeing the best basketball team probably in history. Mm-hmm. Just go for it. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll rest. You'll have time to rest. All right. <laughs> you can rest in the summer after yeah. you win a title. <laughs> I know, but I was on Twitter, and I saw Kevin Durant's brother mm-hmm. tweeted or commented on a picture of Durant with his rings mm-hmm. and was like, fill that hand up so we can get out of here. Mm. So I was like, hmm. I wonder what that means. Interesting. Katie trying to win three more rings to get out. Get out where, though? Where else would he want to go? Do you remember a, a while back he said he would retire, like, in five... It was, like, a ridiculous short amount of time where mm-hmm. he was, like, if he... I want to say if he gets enough rings, like, he would just retire. Hmm. I, and I'm like, oh. No. I don't know. I don't know about that either. Not a fan of Katie, but... Not a we'll Katie that fan. for another day. Okay. All right. Man, you're... <laughs> See, there's somebody that you're not a fan of. I, I was wondering. You, you said earlier uh, that yeah. you're a fan of everybody. But not Katie. All right. Not Katie. Not I Katie. don't like anyone on Miami besides um, Dwayne Wade, obviously. You're not I, a Hassan Whiteside fan. I hate Hassan Whiteside. Why, though? I do want to hear this. Because I hated last year's series between the Sixers and he. Oh, okay. I was like, I 
never right. I hate the heat. They just ruined everything for me. I think Hassan Whiteside is overrated if he even is over, mm-hmm. like, if he's rated, mm-hmm. you know? I just, I don't know. Not a fan. Not a fan. I don't really like Boston, but yeah. you yeah. have to respect them. Right. So. <laughs> well, uh, I kind of, I can relate to that in some ways with, you know, the Penguins and Washington Capitals. Mm-hmm. Tom Wilson is definitely my least favorite player in all of sports, but Capitals, yeah. somehow they... Ended up doing it last year. Raise the banner and give credit to them where credit's due. Hockey, the Red Wings continuing to struggle. When are they going to win? I mean, that's that's what a lot of people here are asking, and we're echoing. I still believe in Jeff Blaschel. I just don't think he has tools to win. He's got a great offense, but unlike Toronto, they're not going to outscore everybody, and at some point, defense and goaltending has to kick in, and it has to get better. I saw a stat when they were playing, I think it was the Maple Leafs, that one guy on their team had more goals than the Red Wings mm-hmm. all together. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I was like, that's just all you need to know for the Red Wings season. I was like, okay. Glad I don't really have to keep my them. eye on them too mm-hmm. hard. Oh, four and 2 They are in the midst of a road trip right now and trying to figure out where they pick up a win. Uh, I had Ryan Stieg in here last mm-hmm. week, and we were talking about it. Uh, in the midst of this four-game road trip, where will they most likely pick up a win? Uh, Boston was a possibility. They get hammered 8-2. to two. They lose at Montreal 7-3. Like, what is that? Is there a goalie in net? Kind of. Jimmy <laughs> Howard's in there, but <laughs> Jimmy seven, Howard's like, over the hill. You give up seven goals and then eight, or eight goals and then mm-hmm. seven goals? Like, since when was hockey a high-scoring affair? <laughs> And then tomorrow night, they've got Tampa Bay. A lot of people's picks to not only win the Eastern Conference, but make a serious run for the cup final. This uh, So maybe their first one will come in November? It might. <laughs> they do go to Florida. They play the Panthers on the 20th, and that might be their most winnable game coming up because once they get back home, Carolina, Winnipeg, and Dallas, three teams that are all much better this year, and then Columbus. So it might be unrealistic, but suddenly it's very possible that they may not win until November. I mean, that's a tough schedule to open up with for a team that's not getting goal support right now. They are, they're scoring okay, but they're 0-4-2, and they're just not keeping teams out of the net. Their goal differential right now, negative 16. Worst in the division, and worst overall in the NHL. Wow. Just not going to win yeah. many games doing that. <laughs> They've given up 30 goals in six games. That's the most in the NHL. I mean, I don't want to trash on Detroit by any means. I pull for the Red Wings. I know how proud that franchise is, but this is going to be a tough year for them. Are there any good prospects out there? I mean, they've got a few guys in Grand Rapids that, you know, are up and coming, but everybody that's, you know, a keeper for that team is below 25 years old. I mean, everybody's young for them. It's just a growing process. They need a little bit of veteran leadership. They need some guys on defense, and they need an upgrade in that. I mean, Jimmy Howard's just not doing it for them. What, they gave up 36 goals? 30 in six games. So they're average six. They're averaging, they're averaging five, six, five. Five a game. Oh. But... I can't do math. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we are in media. Yeah. No, I was not a math person. Uh, we are coming back after this. We'll take our last break. We have Rachel Zerbe of ABC Marquette in studio on the Sports Pen, the ESPN UP. Check out the UP's live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen, weekday afternoons at four on ESPN UP and on the ESPN UP app. Welcome back to the Sports Pen on ESPN UP. Don't forget Pigskin Payday's back. Pick the winner of each week's game to win. Play all season long for the one hundred thousand dollar grand prize only at Ojibwe Casino in Barriga and Marquette. Tanner Hoops joined by Rachel Zerbe of ABC Marquette. We've gone over the NBA. NFL is going to start again tomorrow night. Uh, Denver and Arizona in the Thursday night game. Arizona has very, very much so underperformed this season. Denver is better, but they're still not where they need to be, especially coming off a Super Bowl year three years ago. They impressed me, let's say, against L.A. the other night and playing the Rams and how good they are. Game a good ball game, but Denver needs this win in the worst way. They're not going to finish top two in the West this season. 
They should be thankful they've got Oakland out there. But the Thursday night game just doesn't seem like a good one. It's going to be the second straight week where there's a bad Thursday night game, in my opinion. But we're not going to pay attention to that anyway because I'm going to Westwood football. I was going to say, I was like, I feel like this is coming. (laughs) I'm going to Westwood football. Uh, I kind of like the the concept of Thursday night high school football. That, That was a thing for very large schools back in Iowa. They, uh, you know, the Des Moines, the Sioux City schools, uh, you know, schools like that, they would play on some Thursday nights, but it just wasn't a thing for, you know, smaller schools or even ones, you know, like uh, around where I was. This is a cool concept, and it's going to be a rivalry night, and there's a lot of implications on the line. So not everyone's playing Thursday, some Fridays, and a couple other Thursdays. Any game at the high school level you're excited for coming up this weekend? Well, I am excited for Westwood Nagani because mm-hmm. I'm selfishly, I'm glad because I can put my focus on that game. Whereas like on Fridays when I have multiple mm-hmm. games, can't really like pay attention as much, you know, mm-hmm. but I am excited for Westwood Nagani. I think the miners are going to give Patriots a heck of a game, a but game. I, I think really Westwood, they're powerful. Mm-hmm. I think like Nate Beckman and mm-hmm. their run game is going to run all over the miners defense so. but i think i think it'll be a good game mm-hmm. but i am i will also have my eye on gwen and munising yes model towners need that dub yes to they keep do their hopes alive mm-hmm. so and I, th- I think that'll be a good one too mm-hmm. you know i mean munising is coming off a demolishing loss mm-hmm. to ishpameen but it's ishpameen I don't know. It's going to be a good one down there in Munising. So those are the two. They've got the chance to put the finishing touches on an undefeated regular season Thursday night against Park River Harris. They should have no problem. That's going to be another whitewashing. I mean, that's that Uh Ishpeming team is that good. I mean, they fall into Division Eight this year, and they will Mm -hmm. easily contend for a trip down to Ford Field. I mean, it's it's going to be a good uh, Mm -hmm. good postseason run, should we say, for them. And then uh, Marquette. They did what they needed to do last week to get to 4-4. Four and four. One last game to try to win the conference and try to use that on the resume mm-hmm. to get into the playoffs in the bubble. Yeah, I mean, they should easily beat Menominee, mm-hmm. so they should win the conference outright. But I don't – everyone around me is saying how their schedule just mm-hmm. isn't strong enough to – get into the playoffs but i don't know we'll never we'll we'll see we're not we're, we're not the analytics that. people who nope. do all that stuff <laughs> so a lot of questions that are going to be answered sunday mm-hmm. night when the pairings come out we find out who's in who's out what have you uh so westwood nagani tomorrow is that that the one you're going to be at yeah okay there. we'll see you over there then <laughs> Uh, no, that's going to be a fun uh-huh. game. I think that will end up being a one-score game that could go either way. Westwood, very much ground and pound. Mm-hmm. They're coming off essentially a bye week with their second straight forfeit. Nagani was a team with their backs to the wall a few weeks ago. Looked pretty bleak as far mm-hmm. as their playoff chances. They responded in a big way with blowout after blowout, not just a product of their schedule. They beat some pretty good mm-hmm. teams, and now they're on the doorstep of punching their ticket through. So no matter what happens... I hope Nagani gets into the postseason. I'm not going to say that I hope they do it with a win over Westwood, but I'd like it for the whole together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would too. I mean, it's always good to see the local mm-hmm. teams get in, especially the, I mean, Nagani, as you mentioned, kind of, they didn't really get off to the best start. Mm-hmm. They had that tough loss to Iron Mountain to open up the season, but then they beat Hancock in the last second. So their season has been all up and down and all around, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully they can make it in. How about Gwen? They started out very, very hot out of the gate, 4-0. They weren't healthy for a couple of weeks and ended up getting blown out twice. They come back and they respond with two really good games. They go 1-1 one one in that time. They sit 5-3, and three, needing a win to get off the bubble, and they take on a munising team that got whitewashed last weekend. I like this Gwynn team a lot. When they're healthy, they can be as dangerous as anybody, and at full strength, mm-hmm. they're not a team anyone wants to see in the postseason. And I feel like that's the biggest question, though, is mm-hmm. the injury bug. Are mm-hmm. they healthy? So, I, I don't mean, know. You you think that Gwynn should beat Munising, mm-hmm. but Munising has pulled out some surprise wins mm-hmm. here and there. So, it's, I want, that, that's going to be a good one. Gwynn is a team that, you know, you look at the concept, and you always want to preach the concept of next man up when there's an injury. Mm-hmm. But at some point depth becomes a reality and for some teams 
it's more of a reality than others. And for Gwen, it's certainly been their issue this season. When they're talented, they are talented. And when they're healthy, they're mm -hmm. good enough to play with anybody. They just need to stay healthy is a thing. And that's been their struggle this year. You hope that they're all right uh, going into Friday night's game. And then they can get into the postseason, make a run there. I'm just, they're a lot of fun to watch. I just like the style that they have over there. And hopefully we get some good weather mm -hmm. for football this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. How are the big snowflakes to... coming coming down? I step out of the car and I don't know, I about uh, broke my back slipping yeah. on ice. <laughs> yeah, I was at the gym last night and I was walking. I was like, it's actually, it looks like a, a blizzard. Mm -hmm. Like it was, I mean, granted, it wasn't laying on the roads. No. It's not that cold, but I was like, I have never seen such a thing. It's just every time it rains, it's going to snow. Because exactly. Yeah. I mean, the weather's different up here. I'll say that. It was snowing back in Iowa a couple of days ago, and it wasn't here. So I don't know what it is with the weather. It seems to be bad everywhere yeah. you go. My friends back home, they're like, oh, my God, finally fall weather, and it's 60 degrees. I'm like, I'm freezing. It's already 32 degrees, and snow is on the ground. I don't want to hear it. And everyone's like, oh, my God, I wish it was snowing. I was like, I would gladly switch places with you, please. I love fall. I love the fall weather that goes with it. And football's a big part of that. And we're not getting that, which I, no. don't know. I don't know if that's a usual thing up here or not. But I'm hoping that at least we have good weather and hopefully some good football. Everybody needs to stay healthy and safe this weekend. I think we'll have good football. I don't know about good weather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll get to be indoors, thankfully. Um, you, you probably have to be outside yes. and sidelines for that. I'm yes, sorry. It's okay. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> either way, we'll make it work. We've got... That uh, postseason football coming up uh, real quickly. We've got Northern back home this weekend. They take on Lawrence Tech. Northern was a team that I thought had been going in the right direction for a long time. Just ran into a buzzsaw with Saginaw over the weekend. I'm hoping they bounce back. You wonder where the team is at mentally as far as, you know, how they come into work and approach everything. Uh, Jake, less than 200 yards or right about at 200 yards away from breaking the new school record. So I'm hoping he gets it. Chance to do it on Saturday with Lawrence Tank in town. I think that would be an easy, I don't want to say an easy team, right. but I feel like that would be a good chance for him to break that record. Mm -hmm. And I mean, him doing it at home, what does it get any better mm -hmm. than that? Well, Lawrence is a, they're, they're a well-coached team and they are in just their second year of existence, their first year playing football games. You don't want to write them off by any stretch, but if there is a winnable game left on the schedule, this is probably mm -hmm. the most of what Northern has left. Yeah, I, I want to say, I mean, granted, NMU, they, it's not like they're playing for like any playoff hopes mm -hmm. right now. <laughs> so I don't want to say it's like a must win, but after they let that Northwood, Northwood one go, mm -hmm. like, you don't want to let this Lawrence Tech one go. That's just going to be... I guess you could say heartbreaking or just like a, a confidence deflator, you know, like you can't let two bad losses happen. We've got Rachel Zerby of ABC Marquette and studio. We are out of time. Rachel, as always, thanks so much for being You're here. Welcome. Looking forward to tomorrow night. Seeing you over in Agani. Postseason baseball coming up after we sign off. We'll join the pregame show in progress. Go Brew Crew. They are taking <laughs> on L.A. Uh, we have the ESPN broadcast right here on ESPN-UP and the mobile app. We'll be sending it out to Chavez Ravine once we sign off. We'll do so right now. Thanks for listening to the Sports Pen. My name's Tanner Hoops. We'll see you tomorrow.